0: Today on Invent Sean, I sit down and talk to Jessica McKeerhan, an inspiring runner and mother of two. I met Jessica last year for the first time when she joined my running group for, for a run. She quickly became a regular in the group. She has such a positive outlook and strong competitive side which I have come to both admire and learn from. Jessica has been running since the birth of her first daughter and has never looked back. Her resume of accomplishments in the running world is quite large and continues to grow. Recently, she has run on several races where she has excelled both in her age group and in the women's division. In the Port Alberni 15k paper chase race, Jessica won first place in both categories. Currently, Jessica is training for the Cedar Six Hour Ultra in June. She is the one who came up with a training plan for our group. A very strong and driven woman, I am very happy to be able to run with her and call her my friend. Join us for the next 45 or so minutes as we talk about running, competition, family, and food. Well, we've known each other, how long now? You started running with our group in October,
1: I think?
2: Yeah.
0: Was it October?
2: Yeah.
0: I think our first run was in, uh, we did... The
2: Colliery Dam. Colliery
0: Dam, yeah, that was the first run and you came with Jason. Yep. So, how do you know Jason?
2: Um, I had run with him uh, in the Island Race Series the year previous. We had always finished quite close together. And uh, we also worked in the same uh, building for a number of years. And our kids go to the same school. So, we weren't ever friends, but we just kind of moved in the same circles. And then uh, got started running together. And he mentioned the Sunday Run group might be a good fit for me to come out.
0: Right. Yeah. And... the. You hadn't, I asked you before whether or not you had run with a group before that, and you said no, you were always running solo.
2: I was always, I would run solo, or I um, trained with a guy that I worked with, so just one other person at lunch. Right. But I had never done kind of the group training setting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and... Once you came out with us, I guess you just decided it was a good fit. and Yeah, it was a there. good
2: fit and it was a good timing. I had always trained solo before because my kids were young and it was really hard to commit to a set time. So I could always just do my training around my family life and my family needs at the time. <clears throat> but now they're getting a little bit older and so I can commit to a more set time on the weekends. Right. Um, yeah, it just felt like a good time to, to join a group.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mentioned to you yesterday that you and Richard, Richard is another guy in our group, and that since you and Richard sort of joined our group, it's it sort of really gelled. Yeah. And I think the group has actually gotten to a point where it, it feels like a really, really cool group. Whereas yeah. before we would have, it would be always Neil and me, sometimes Gavin, sometimes Jason. But you know, it, it, sometimes we would lose people. Yeah, and every once in a while, um, it would just be Neil and I, or Neil, Gavin, and I, and we just only only have three or four people. And I can it still kind of does that. We, mm-hmm. You know, there are some runs where it's just you know three or four of us, but it's still it it's gotten to a point now where I think the group feels really dynamic.
2: Yeah, I love the group dynamic. And I had only run once or twice before. I got the sense of like you know I fit in with these people. Like these are yeah. <laughs> these are my people. <laughs> so that was really nice. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, you knew, um, Neil from the Cedar, um, six hour, um, run. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And only just on, um, Strava after the, uh, six hour race, he added me the next morning. Oh, okay. So we just kind of followed each other vicariously on Strava, but never really met in person at all.
0: Until that first day. Until that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. And was that the first time you had run, um, the six hour ultra?
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: So you've, you've never done the six-hour ultra before that? Nope, that was that my was first, first attempt.
2: Yeah. And it was a, a whole new ball game and a whole new world of people, the ultra world, compared to I had done uh, races in the Island Race Series many times, and I knew those familiar faces in that style of racing. But ultra, yeah, yeah the ultra experience was quite different.
0: It was quite a bit different, yeah. yeah. I mean, when, when I... Like, I just did the three-hour. Yeah. And I just just seeing that t- whole different feel of the the people you know taking longer rests and stuff like that and it wasn't really about speed it was just yeah about uh just doing it
2: and their support crews and their tents and their bins with all their stuff laid out like they had it down to an art yeah. like yeah you could tell they were in for the long haul they had done this before and <laughs> they knew what they were doing
0: especially the 24 hour yeah ones. yeah yeah That was crazy so how long have you been running
2: I started running, um, about nine years ago after my eldest daughter was born, I signed up for a half marathon as a, like, lose the baby weight fitness goal motivating thing. Right. And so that was six months after I had her and that was the first running race I'd ever done. Um, and so I ran it and I just really fell in love with the race, uh, atmosphere And it seemed to be the perfect kind of sport for me where, because I'm a competitive person, so I could compete at the races, but I could train on my own around my family life. So I could work that how I liked it with my family, but then still get the community and the competitiveness at the races. So yeah, I raced, uh, I would say once every couple of months. Um after Tegan was born, and then it's just gotten progressively more and more throughout the years. I've become more and more committed to running.
0: So your first race was a half marathon?
2: Yes. (laughs) Six months after giving birth. (laughs) Six months. Yeah. I don't half-ass anything. No.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you, you actually started running after after you gave birth and then within six months you ran a half marathon yes so you ramped up really quick
2: yeah it was uh yeah pretty much a 12-week training program that i did
0: okay and, and had- my
2: goal was just to finish i didn't have a, a super crazy time goal but yeah. i uh i finished it in two hours and nine minutes
1: i think so yeah, yeah I'm that's what i saw on that. your on your fancy spreadsheet. spreadsheet
0: yeah <laughs> Which I think I, I looked at mine, my first half marathon was that, that time yeah. too. It was just, I think it was just over that actually. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, it
2: just, it felt like such an achievement and it didn't matter whether you were at the beginning or the end of the pack when you're coming down that finishing chute and everybody's cheering for you. Like it just felt amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, it definitely. So you
0: were addicted right from the start. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you knew that even before you ran it, didn't you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> And had you ever um, run before that? Like, was it something that you had tried before?
2: Yes, but nothing I could ever really commit to. Um, And I think because it was missing the competitive piece for me. I've always been, like, growing up, I was a very athletic child, and I was a very competitive child. And so I would run um, through uh, university off and on, but it just never really had that edge that I needed. And so once I got into running, there were so many different measures of success too. Like you could uh, challenge yourself by going a farther distance, by trying to place in your age group, Mm -hmm. by trying to place overall. Um, So yeah, there were so many different aspects of the competitiveness and ways to mark improvement. So yeah, I just...
0: And so for, for you, running is more about competition than it is about anything else?
2: Uh, no, the running piece for me is my downtime and my recharge. It, okay. like, it's almost meditative for me. I have a busy work with a lot of travel mm-hmm. and two kids that are quite busy. And so my time when I'm out running is almost my zone out recharge time. Um, the the racing is all about the competition for okay. me.
0: So the racing is the competition. What keeps me focused. And, yeah. Yeah. And then <clears throat> in between training runs and just regular runs um, that's, that's your they're your meditative time
2: Exactly yeah, yeah. that's my my mental health breaks <laughs>
0: <laughs> And I, do you run with music or, or no?
2: Um, I do both um, I run with music sometimes and often if I'm on the trails I won't it's a yeah. lot more kind of scenic and you can just zone out and be one with nature but if I'm running down the ENN and cars are. Blaring past me then I have my favorite tunes
1: on and mm-hmm.
0: yeah oh yeah definitely I, I tend to run more with music even on the trails but yeah um when I you know when I get up really high up um past in the lakes and stuff like that there's chance of bears so I try and yeah if I, I do have music I always pull out one of my one of my earbuds so I can at least hear what's going on yeah there's been a couple times where I've been freaked myself out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well,
2: and a lot of my longer runs now are done in a group setting too, so I don't obviously listen to music when we're we're out and about because yeah. the uh, the chatter is pretty entertaining. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
0: You weren't with us when uh, Neil Neil and um and our group we ran into a bear. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. We're, Neil, we got <clears> up to <throat> a bear, and Neil said, "Okay, stop. There's a bear," and and took off, and then we just kept on going. But uh, yeah. Yeah, we've run into a bear once.
2: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, so um, we, one of the things we talked about was the the, the competitiveness of the racing. You've done uh, a couple races recently where you've done really really well. Uh, you did a 15k race and you placed first in your age group and first in women women's uh, overall.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was exciting. <laughs>
0: So was that the first time you've actually gone first first? Was that your first?
2: Um, it was the first for the Vancouver Island race Series, which is a lot more of a competitive group of people. I have won a couple smaller races mm-hmm. around the island that uh, just kind of more low-key. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've, it felt like a bigger achievement with this competitive group.
0: And how did that make you feel? Like, is that a goal that you were working towards?
2: It wasn't uh, one that I was working towards. This year, I've been uh, a lot more just trying to get into the top 10. Mm-hmm. But when I showed up that day, like, I had seen in advance the registration, and I knew there was one or two who were faster than me. But right. when we got to the start line, uh, neither of them had shown up. And so
1: oh, okay. there was
2: kind of the group of us who were maybe the next tier of runners. We all kind of looked at each other like this just got real. <laughs> like, this is our, this is our day. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So that was kind of fun. I knew at the start line then that I had a chance. Yeah. So
0: you pushed a bit harder because of that.
2: Um, actually, one of the other girls um, busted out really quick, and so it was more I had to be mentally tough not to go out fast after her because had I gone out that fast, I think I would have burnt out a bit. Right. And just trying to keep myself in check, knowing that if I stay my pace. I will get past her and could ultimately win the race, but I just can't let myself go too hard. Right. Just with the excitement of the fact that it could win, so it was and more about yeah trying to hold myself back at the beginning of that race.
0: Well, that was smart.
2: Yeah. No, and it worked out in my favor. But
0: when did you end up passing her?
2: At about five k. At
0: about five k. Wow. Yeah. That's actually early on.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because I know that it uh, was it the fifteen k. Yeah jim who's part of the bastion run group he waited in like he was literally shadowing me yeah and he waited to the last half kilometer before he passed me
2: and that at the comox half recently i was uh, trailing a woman and it was not till about 18k where i was able to pull ahead um but yeah I finished that one feeling quite strong too which was nice i've run the i think the comox can't remember if it was my fourth or fifth time and I've always struggled near the end of that race kilometers 18 19 and 20. Uh, you come down off the hills and there's just these long flat sections and so my goal for this race was uh, to come through there really feeling strong and I felt like in this race that I still had lots of energy and was able to push it through there so yeah.
0: this was yesterday yeah yeah, yeah. the Comax yesterday um, Deanne, my wife, she, she was at the, the, the finish line waiting for me, but she saw you come over and she said that you made it look easy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that's good because often I have finish line photos that where I look like I'm having a real hard time. So,
0: <laughs> I know. I think mine mine looks like that on the fifteen k one. Yeah, where I was coming over and I was just hurting.
2: well, and I crossed the line and my girls were there and Hannah always immediately wants to be picked up and it's like you're so broken and tired and you got to pick up your little baby, but
0: yeah, <laughs> it's still nice. <laughs> so with Comox yesterday, you did well as well. You got yeah. second, yeah, second in your division. <laughs> And what was it, eighth, eighth overall? overall? Eighth overall. So I was hoping to crack the top
2: ten because last year I was fourteenth. So yeah, I took two years off or two minutes off my previous year's time. Yeah. Which was good and uh, and a minute thirty off my uh, overall half marathon PR. So it felt like uh, yeah, felt like a strong day, good race. And yeah. uh, it's it's not a super fast course. It's a hilly course and. Uh, can be a bit mentally tough, but.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely uh, found it. Like, But I, I went in knowing that I was going to be running uphill. Yeah. So my brain knew that, you know, yeah. that it was, even though it's a gradual uphill. Yeah. You can still feel it. Yeah. You can definitely feel <laughs> it uphill. But coming back was nice. Yeah. Except for that one bit. There's one bit where we come back up and yeah. it's a killer hill. <laughs> At least I thought so. So, um, competitive competition, uh, you, you've really worked to continue on. Like, um, where do you go from here with competition? Like you're, are you just always going to be constantly growing and hopefully get better and better? Or what do you think? Or-
2: yeah. Like, I feel like I still have room to improve. Mm-hmm. And training this winter with the Bastion Run Club, it was the first time I'd ever done a running clinic. And um, I joined a group and I was put in a training group with uh, five other guys who uh, were very fast and pushed me very hard. And I saw gains over those, I can't even remember if it was 10 or 12 weeks, that I haven't ever seen. It just pushed me to a level that I hadn't hadn't gone to before. Mm-hmm. And... I think if I can keep up that type of training, then yeah, I still have uh, I still have room for improvement left in me. People always ask me what's my focus goal race though, and maybe I need to figure that out. I just run them all as hard as I can. Okay. <laughs> and I know like talking with Neil Godet, he's got you know, he's got picks at certain races that these are the ones he's really gonna focus on.
1: Yeah,
0: well so, this year he's working on his personal best five yeah, five and five, ten. Yeah. Yeah
2: so yeah i'm not sure if that's a strategy where i need to just pick set races as these are my really goal races but Hmm. i have a hard time going into a race and not just giving it my all (laughs) it's part of the competitiveness i think
0: so where does that come from where does the competition come from like when you were like when you were really young was there something that happened in your life that made you want to be competitive
2: i mean i was just in team sports from when i was quite little and i Mm -hmm. think the drive was always there i see it in my daughter as well she's the exact same and i think it's just an inherent thing (laughs) yeah yeah
0: just always wanting to be better
2: yeah faster better stronger
0: yeah yeah and is it is it more competition with yourself or do you like always having that that person to try and best
2: well and I think that's what I love about running is you have the opportunity for both right like I have the opportunity to try and better myself and uh, particularly with the race series where you're racing the same people all the time I know the people who finish around me and the people I'm trying to catch up to so Mm -hmm. that's that it's that level of competing against other people as well um I can't say that one fuels me any more than the other I just enjoy all all aspects of beating them beating me (laughs)
0: It's it's a, it's a funny feeling because I, I'm not a competitive person. Yeah, you person. mentioned you know. I I don't really feel like there's a drive for for being competitive, but it's it's really funny that once I got a taste of a ribbon, yeah, which I did in um, the Hatley Castle Run,
1: yeah,
0: I got a ribbon, and I found out that my direct competition is Jim, yeah, because he's almost the same speed as me, yeah, so. I had beat him in, in the castle run and then he ends up beating me in the next race. So now it's almost like, okay, my brain is thinking, okay, I need to beat him. Yeah. That's, yeah. it's, it's almost like your brain switches. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Um, and I, and I, you know, I went into this race thinking I, I don't really care.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just want to focus on my own time and, and, and do it. But in the end, I still wanted to know where Jim was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, and, and yeah, I like the validation, like the medals or the ribbons, there's that part, uh, uh, that that you can work towards. And just even with, uh, we talk a lot about the the Strava segments, getting the little crown, like any little bit that makes it more rewarding or makes you push harder. I'm all in.
0: (laughs) You certainly do like your crowns. (laughs) I do, yeah. (laughs) Especially when you lose them and you want to get them back. Oh, Yeah you did uh you got one of your crowns back recently and where was it power
2: river yeah yeah. i luckily uh conveniently had a trip planned back to power river i didn't take one (laughs) just to do so yeah my husband's worried about when i lose uh the crown that i got in Kauai that i'm gonna uh, pack up the family to go back to hawaii
0: (laughs) what do you think Will, will, will you
2: uh i don't think so no but that's gonna be a hard day when cause, yeah, it gets yeah pops up on your phone when you've lost the crown <laughs> and
0: so far you've got it yeah oh wow yeah. that's interesting
2: yeah and uh the one that i just got back in in powell river the woman who uh had it before went out the very next day to try and take it back so the competition is there you know on yeah. on both ends of she it.
0: tried to take it back but you only invested it by one second you mm-hmm. said yeah and she wasn't able to no, take it back not that day Wow so, well, I know
2: it's on her radar <laughs> yeah she'll try again I'm sure
0: yeah <laughs> so um, one of the things that you're you're doing lately uh, we well, we talk about you talked about meditation in, in uh, being in, in running. Mm-hmm. Was that always like that for you? Like, was it something that you just grew into being a meditative or was that?
2: Um, Yeah, running. One of the big reasons that I'm so passionate about running is just all the benefits it's given me, not just with physical, but with mental health. Like I struggled with uh anxiety and panic attacks fairly regularly before I got into running and once I started running regularly that just calmed all of that and I ended up no longer having panic attacks once I, I started running regularly and so it's always been quite quite important for me and my family's great about uh, supporting me in my running from like mm-hmm. my kids, my spouse, my parents, everyone uh, understands the importance running is for me uh, right. for you know, physical and mental health and so they're very supportive in helping me make running a priority. But I think it's always had that effect of being my calming my downtime, my, right. my meditative because I can't seem to meditate outside of like I have a hard time stilling my mind. I'm not a very still person. I like to move. Right. So this is a way I can move and calm my mind at the same time versus trying to do it at home.
0: I find it the same way. I mean, I find that running and just being out in nature and outside uh, and moving. Yeah. Very, very calming to the mind. And
2: Well, and people find that confusing. They're like, how can you go run for two hours and then come back feeling calm and energized? <laughs> when, you know, you would think that would be going out and expending a bunch of energy and wanting to come home and not not do anything. But Well,
0: I guess people that aren't runners, it's hard for them to understand because yeah. I think that... It, going out and running you actually gain more energy like yeah. i had a really bad week before this last the uh, before cromox like yeah. a really bad week mentally and physically i went in almost not wanting to race took the race and i feel so amazing today like yeah. i just feel i'm super energized and my brain is clear and i'm just you know it's amazing how much it changes things
2: definitely i've had my husband- husband take like before and after pictures before of like me like pouting on the stairs like it's pouring rain it's gray i don't want to go out there i'm yeah. tired and then come back i'm like euphoric like, <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like yeah so pleased i've done it i feel great i've got so much energy yeah. it's just a world of difference and it's always like that so i'm like you gotta do it hardest part is getting out the door
0: <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. uh you know and, and i don't know about you but when i b- the night before I go for a run, I usually try to lay out all my stuff and I know what I'm going to wear and all this stuff because yeah. it, it's one less thing to think about in the morning. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, what do, What do your kids think of, like you said, that it, your family's really supportive, but what do your kids specifically think about running? And do you think that um, they may follow you in your footsteps?
2: Um. Well, I think my whole family understands that it's it's a better uh, happy home when mom's had her run and eaten. <laughs> so they, those two things. Mom's run, she's had some food, life is good. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: But uh, they've become kind of a part of the running community as well. Um, I started them just in some of the little kids' races, the 1.25K. And mm-hmm. then my daughter has quite, my eldest has quite uh, taken Uh, She's done, I think, two 5Ks now, and she did the 8K at The Good Life this year. And like I said, she's got that same competitive spirit, so she'll run just for the competition and the medal and the standings. Like, she likes it all. She likes looking up where her time is compared to everyone else. And my little one will run for the cupcakes. (laughs) She doesn't care about the, the competition or anything. She just wants to feel a part of it and eat treats afterwards. So different mentalities, but yeah. Yeah. But we do, uh, we do try and make it sort of a family experience sometimes.
0: Well, it almost sounds like you know, she's almost like a little mirror of you. Yes. Is. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that scary? It's
2: it can be great and it can be like oh my god, like I can't <laughs> even get mad at her because it's like a little mean looking right back at me.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, whoa. Well, yeah. You say you can't get mad at her. Why would you want to be mad at her?
2: Yeah. No. <laughs> and. Uh, Yeah, it's been, like, every year we go down to, um, uh, for Thanksgiving, down to Victoria, and we all run. My husband ran the 8K with Tegan. Okay. My mom and my niece ran the kids race with Hannah. I did the full marathon. My uncle did uh, the half. So it it becomes this sort of family event that we do. So the girls have kind of grown up in the running world and and Mm -hmm. knowing all about it. Um, I would love for them to to continue on in it, but it's one of those things that I try really hard not to push too much. That you don't have to run just because mom runs, right? You know, pick but your own passion. If,
0: if they choose to, you're okay with it. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. And I love going over runs with them too, which is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except my li- my my eldest is faster than me now at sprinting. She's, really? She's an incredible sprinter. She uh, joined the track team last year and just. Yeah, blew everyone out of the water with 100 meters and 200 meters. And she's gotten to a level now where when she's going as fast as she can, just for those short distances, I can't catch her. Wow. Yeah.
0: That's pretty amazing.
2: Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> at a kilometer, I can catch her at a kilometer. <laughs> you can catch her at a kilometer. <laughs> yeah. I've got her on endurance for now. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild.
0: Yeah. Um, so you, you mentioned that a lot of your family... They're, well, maybe some of your family is runners. You, your uncle is a runner. Yeah. How long has he been running?
2: Oh, God, I've got to say probably three to four years now. Oh, okay. He came out um, to uh, the Seattle Rock and Roll Half Marathon with my cousin and I. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to think, that was probably 2012. And just the atmosphere down there, because that was a really big half marathon and really exciting. And he kind of looked around and just sort of said i'm gonna do this next year or one year and yeah and then yeah it just kind of snowballed from there and he started running and now he does uh the vancouver island race series as well and he's joined the uh the running club up in courtney so yeah it's fun to see
0: is that where he lives is in courtney yeah oh okay yeah so he has a little bit of traveling to do because a lot of them are down south
2: yeah yeah
0: yeah so there's another one, You Are you running Souk?
2: No, I'm not going to do that one. I was tempted because uh, Tegan's been talking about wanting to do a 10K, so I thought yeah. I might go down and do that one with her. But from what I've heard from everybody is it's kind of rolling downhill for 5K, and then you have to turn around and go back uphill oh, for crazy. 5K. And I just thought for her first one when you're feeling tired and pushing it like more than you've ever pushed it to come back up 5k (laughs) might not be the best one to sell (laughs) running longer distances on
0: that's true yeah so
2: i might wait for a a better opportunity to take her out
0: maybe it was the opposite yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) but it's not yeah well now that you've told me that i'm a little freaked out i'm gonna have to look (laughs) at that one yeah um one of the things i wanted to talk about is recently uh you posted on facebook that um is it your stepmother? Yeah. Your stepmother passed away, um, and she passed away from brain cancer. You said. Yeah. Okay, so you you have a history of cancer uh, in that your stepfather also. Yeah. Passed about, away, and I
2: can't remember if it's three or four years ago now. He passed away from cancer, and then yeah, just recently my stepmom as well.
0: So. Um, Cancer, I mean, I've, I've had friends that died of cancer. Deanne has had um, friends that have died of cancer. And I, I know that it's a big hit and makes you feel a little bit more mortal. Uh, at least it did for me. And I'm a constant. I'm still trying to think about my, you know, struggle with the mortality thoughts when my, my friend died recently and he died of lung cancer. Um, what are the thoughts behind that for you?
2: Yeah, it was almost, it almost felt out of order just because I still have many of my grandparents that mm-hmm. are alive. So to be losing kind of the next generation down just didn't, didn't seem to fit the pattern. Right. <laughs> and especially um, with my stepmom, it was very out of nowhere, short notice, and then a uh, very short time period before she passed. So it was a, a lot to take all at once. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for all the, the uh, kids as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it is still, it's still fresh, so it's yeah. probably still, still something you're processing.
2: Yeah. Well, and they did the um, the Terry Fox run at school this year, so they were running, and they were saying, you know, we're running for grandma this year, and, yeah, it gives it a bit more meaning for sure. Right. Yeah.
0: And you've done runs based on yeah, running we've for the, cancer. Yeah, done the
2: run for cure a couple of years in a row. Right.
0: Yeah. And, and did you raise funds for, for that at the time, or was that you were just running it no. for the sake of, yeah. you know, yeah in, in memory yeah yeah okay so does i guess what i'm trying to get at with the mortality thing is is that I, you know for, for me it makes me think about what, you know how how short my life is going to be mm-hmm. or how short it could be and and the changes that i've done in my life recently over the last couple of years i've sort of you know changed what i've eaten uh, you know, my activity level, stuff like that, and hopefully extending my life. Yeah. Um, is that one of the things that maybe why you started running, or is it just more of a, you know, just, um, fitness?
2: Yeah, more just fitness, but it's, it definitely motivates me when I'm out running and feeling like, oh, I'm tired, I should go back, or, you know, I'm just not into it. And I think about, uh, stepmom who is like in hospice or who can't right uh, and yeah wishing that they would be able to even have the energy to be doing what I'm doing now so it it provided motivation in that sense more um, than just the idea of kind of prolonging my life right
1: yeah
0: Um, I brought up food yeah Um, you've been experimenting recently with changing the way you've been eating a little
1: bit
2: yeah I found I was Uh, when I was doing the Bash and Run Clinic, I was training really hard. I was reading a lot of books on ultra running. um, And they were written uh, by people who were uh, eating vegan. And I was also kind of at around the same time dealing with a bunch of uh, stomach upsets, and Mm -hmm. it just wasn't going away. And so I had felt like we, we'd always eaten fairly healthy, you know, we don't do the pop or fast food or anything like that we home cooked meals most nights on the table but i just realized that when i looked at what i ate there was definitely places that i could tweak my diet right and so i just sort of yeah started looking meal by meal where i could uh improve things and add more fruits and vegetables and seeds and nuts was a big one too i didn't really eat much of those um so a big thing for me was I uh, I cut out dairy, right, and almost immediately had uh, uh, much less uh, issues with my stomach. So I I pinpointed pretty quickly that that was one of the things that was causing causing a lot of the stomach problems, um, and yeah, it's just been kind of a work in progress as to what I want to cut out to what level. Your thing is like invent sean and I, I tend to think of mine as like experiment jess like i just like <laughs> i'll try this for a little bit and if it's helping then i'll keep it and if not i'll try something else and then then i'll read some article about this i try that for a little bit yeah. so i feel like i'm constantly with my food in a state of flux of trying to find the best balance for me right whatever so, makes
0: you feel good yeah yeah right yeah.
2: right now i'm on a big thing with um beet juice and tart cherry juice so for the nitrites yeah, that. and for the inflammation So, I'm sure my husband's, like, shaking his head when these, like, vials of things show up at the door. (laughs) Like, what now? (laughs) But, you know, I read about it and tried it out. And the beet juice in particular, I think, really helped.
1: Um,
0: Well, I've heard this. You're not the first person that I've heard about beets. Yeah. Like, uh, I was actually talking to, um, he's another friend of mine, and his name is Sean. Yeah. spelled the same way. And he was talking about how beets, if you want to run fast eat beets yeah or drink beets yeah so there must be something in beets there must be something about it
2: yeah so I'm on that kick now um yeah I mean we don't eat like we're not huge carnivores Mm -hmm. I mean we eat meat but it's always been kind of a side thing in our meal
1: yeah and
2: not every night and usually just at dinner so trying to focus on um eating less but higher quality uh Meals with meat. When
0: well, you mentioned nuts and seeds, like you said, that you didn't really—is it because you didn't really like them, or just didn't? No, I just think...
2: didn't really think to incorporate them. Yeah. Yeah. So right. now I've got a lot more of those, just even just as roasted as snacks or in my oatmeal, and
1: mm-hmm.
2: yeah, just looking to up the nutritional value of each of my meals. Because, and I'm one of those people who I eat three meals and three snacks. And it's almost kind of like six meals, six more meals. Yeah, I'm the same way. (laughs) I kind of looked at each one as to like, okay, well, if I was to tweak this or how could I make this one better? How could I either add more plants or more, yeah, higher nutrients, take out anything that's processed or take out any dairy? And Mm -hmm. yeah, kind of working through that that process.
0: Uh, And one of the things you mentioned, and it is my favorite meal, is breakfast. Um, do you enhance your oatmeal breakfast or do you just have a straight oatmeal?
2: Uh, I have oatmeal and I put, uh, flaxseed, coconut, pumpkin seeds. Um, I'll either do peanut butter or peanut butter powder, uh, cashew milk. And, uh, sometimes I'll do egg whites too. So I put a whole bunch of stuff in there.
0: (laughs) The egg whites is a little bit of a surprise for me, but I guess that's a protein.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I kind of like, it gives it a fluffy texture. Yeah. And so when I cut out dairy, I cut out eggs as well. And then I put them back in. I decided that I like them (laughs) and they didn't seem to make me feel, uh, any worse for
1: wear.
0: Oh, Sorry. I had no love lost lo- lo- losing eggs out of my diet because yeah. I I ended up getting salmonella poisoning from eggs at one point in my life, and I never liked them after that. Yeah, uh, really that much. I mean, I would still eat them, but they were never my favorite food. Yeah, because three days of eggs is not good for you. Yeah, <laughs> not good for the psyche. Yeah. Uh, one of the things you posted on our running group recently is a spreadsheet. <laughs> This is a spreadsheet of all your races that you've run, your times. Yes. Um, Is that just... uh, Or I I guess you're a very organized person.
2: I am a like Excel spreadsheet data nerd, especially when it comes to running. I have like... Yeah. My uh, racing Excel spreadsheet has like 20 tabs of like color-coded training plans, of speeds, of zones to run in and it's one of my favorite things to do it, when I finish a race is like sit on the couch and open up a new spreadsheet and start the new training <laughs> I take way too much joy from my excel spreadsheets
0: <laughs> I don't think you I think it's amazing I mean I looked at that spreadsheet and it was just, <laughs> it's just it it's just blows me away all the the, the detail but yeah, I mean you've been running a lot too yeah. so there's a lot of data there
2: well yeah and it helps me yeah Keep a sense of progression, and I can go back on previous training plans and see uh, what worked and what hasn't. Because mm-hmm. I tried a number of training plans too before I kind of settled on uh, the one I've been using now. Ones where you only run three days a week, ones where you run five, and kind of what were the paces I was hitting. And so I've got it dialed in now to a point where if I'm coming up on a 10K, I'll know what similar paces I was at the last time I was getting close, and I can see if I'm going to come in around the same time. and. Yeah, no, I I love having that data on hand.
0: Well, I know I'm a data nerd, too. I mean, that's why I like Strava. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've always kept track of my... Like, even when I was walking, I was keeping track of just, you know, how far I walked, how fast I walked, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, You actually came up with the training plan that we're following as a group for the 6-Hour Ultra. Yeah. Where did that come from?
2: I just Googled and read... last year for the ultra i i think i signed up rather last minute um and so i'd done a bit of reading on it but not much in terms of prep time so this year uh when we started bantering on the run (laughs) about who was going to beat who i thought i should actually do some research into training plans and what they call for and yeah i read about the whole kind of time on feet theory of of uh building up to six hours of time on feet over the two days. And, uh, yeah, put together a, a training plan, and, and then Neil asked me to send it to him and got moved on to you. and Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it pans out for us.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, so far it's been good. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little intimidated as we're coming up to, like, over three-hour runs now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean,
1: that'll get it's, intense.
0: It is getting intense. Yeah. I mean, we just ran 21 yesterday, and... That, but, but you're also running at a faster pace, yeah. too, right? Yes. So. it's. Uh,
2: I mean, the goal basically for the Ultra is six minute kilometers to get to 60K, right? So
1: That's your goal, is yeah. 60K?
0: Yeah. Okay, mine's not quite so lofty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: goal number one is to beat Neil, <laughs> and goal number two is 60K. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, but Neil has already said that he's got people, he's going to take you out. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm sure that's just a joke, but, yeah. um, one of the, like, you've been running now for, for almost 10 years. Yep. Who do you look up to or who do you look for at in the community that motivates you? Like, do you have people that, that in the, in the running community that push you harder? Or is that just competition?
2: Uh, both. And that's the thing with running this competition, but it's a friendly competition. Mm-hmm. I don't look at these people who are better than me with like daggers in my eyes. Like it's a really supportive group. And yeah. so, um, and I've gotten to know the running community a lot more in the last year. So I've learned of, um, people like Melissa Ross and who are a couple minutes faster than me. And right. Then I get to kind of watch them and learn from them. Um, yeah, and definitely be motivated by them. So, and I, I told her at uh, after the Port Alberni paper chase, I was like, I, I really like when you show up to the races and I get to, you know, work hard and be motivated by you and inspired by you. But on the off chance, when you stay home sometimes, that's also good because <laughs> 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 then I get to shine. So,
0: uh, uh, yeah. Well, I guess, yeah, if she was, if she had run that race, it was very likely you wouldn't have been yeah. first in, your, yeah. in, in women's class. Yeah. So,
2: And it's been nice getting to know um, a few more uh, women runners who run as much as I do. I haven't uh, met any really until this year. It's mm-hmm. always been kind of usually uh, guys that I train with who like to run as crazy as I do. But there is women out there who, <laughs> who yeah. are just as crazy too. So I've been uh, getting to know them a bit more, which has been nice.
0: Hopefully, maybe we can get another woman in our group. Yes, yes. Because really, you're, the, you're only the... The only regular woman that, that we run with. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, you said, you mentioned something about um, when we were talking about the spreadsheet. On your spreadsheet, you have that you ran several races when you were five and a half months pre- pregnant, four and a half months yeah. pregnant. Um, you mentioned something about a pregnancy division. <laughs> Was that just a joke or yes. do you actually think that, that that's something that, that the community should have?
2: No, I I just said it as a joke and okay. I was running the Cedar race um, and I was just kind of cognizant of the fact that I was running it a lot slower than I normally would. And mm-hmm. so when I would pass people that I knew, I would I would just kind of shout out, I'm winning the pregnancy division. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I I doubt there's enough interest. <laughs> Although then I'd have all the medals. So. Uh, well, there
0: must be some other women women that run and when they're actually frightened. there
2: was one at, at Comox, so I was giving her props, yeah.
0: Oh. Yeah. Do you know how far along she was?
2: Um, not too far, no? I don't think. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't want to run past six months, would you?
2: No. And I and actually I ran I did run farther than that, um, but not competitively because and I I can't remember if I told you, uh, at the, the Cedar when I was running five and a half months pregnant and my doctor had okayed running as long as I just kept my heart rate low and made sure I had lots of oxygen coming in because as long as I'm breathing, okay, baby's breathing okay. Right. And I, I got to the finish line and it was about 200 meters and there was me and this woman and my competitiveness kicked in and I was just like, oh, I'm going to beat her. <laughs> and I raced as hard as I could across the line and finished like out of breath. And I thought... That's ridiculous. You can't control yourself. You can't race pregnant. Like, (laughs) if you cannot control that impulse, then you need to just shut it down now.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's crazy.
2: And so, yeah, I I didn't race after that, but I still ran for as long as I could.
0: Do you think that, and I asked this question, I didn't really get a response on on the group, but uh, do you think that running when you're pregnant, is? do you think that would change the way... Um, your daughters are, um, you know, towards running?
2: I don't know. I think it just puts them to sleep because you're bouncing them around. Oh, okay. (laughs) They were always uh, quite quiet when I was running. Like, I think it just soothed them. But I didn't run with my eldest, and she's the one who's got the running bug. And I did run with my youngest. Oh, okay. So that kind of answers the question.
0: It
1: doesn't really make any difference.
2: (laughs) And when my youngest was born, she was very small. And I remember asking the doctor, Was it because I ran? (laughs) Turns (laughs) out she's just small. Well, and I also try to incorporate as much um, exercise as I can within family time as well. Mm hmm. Um, Like, my girls know if we go to the playground, I'm going to be doing pull-ups and squats and and push-ups and stuff at the playground. That's just common knowledge. And often they'll do them with me. They think it's fun as well. Right. And then when uh, Tegan was younger and had skating lessons, I used to uh, run the stairs at the arena so I could watch her skate but get some exercise in at the same time. And that one actually embarrassed her for a bit. She's like, Mom, the other moms don't do that. (laughs) But now she's the one, she runs the stairs at her little sister's class. So, you know, it comes full circle.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it does. And, you know, set an example. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
2: So, so I, I, I understand that the amount I run to can take away from family time. So I do my best to try and fit it in and make it work and try and mesh together times that I can make it work.
1: How
0: much do you actually run per week?
2: Uh, I like to run about 70K per week uh when i was marathon training it got up to 110k in a week and that was a lot uh-huh. that was hard because um, i usually i try and do as many of my runs at uh lunch hour at work so that that doesn't impact my family and then i'll do longer runs on the weekends in the morning kind of before we get going with their lessons and things like that um but to fit the 110k in um I would have to, my husband and I alternate who does bedtime every night. Right. So on nights he put the kids to bed, I would go out for a second run, maybe 35, 40 minutes on those nights.
1: Wow. And that got a lot,
2: got to be a lot. But, and and that was only kind of as you're peaking build for right. a marathon. So I wouldn't do that all the time, but.
0: How many marathons have you actually run? Just two. Just two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I haven't done one yet. No? I don't know if I'm going to. <laughs> You'll do one. <laughs> If Neil has anything to say about it, I (laughs) will. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, I've got written down here Bastion Running Group. When did you join the Bastion Running Group?
2: I joined uh, at least two years ago. I went to do the polar bear swim. And so, yeah, this was my third year. So two uh, years ago, I did the polar bear swim for the first time. And I didn't know much about the Bastion Run Club. Uh, And uh, one of the women who was... uh, kind of a leader stood up and she talked about the run club and what they stood for and it all sounded great. And then she said, and you get 10% off at front runners. And I thought, what? (laughs) That's like pays for itself in one shirt.
0: Sure. And so pays for itself in one sale. yeah,
2: Yeah, exactly. So I signed up on the spot and then I, yeah, I slowly became more and more involved in the club and got to know the group and, and yeah, they're a really supportive, great group. And I don't just use them for the discounted running runners anymore. <laughs> now I'm the ones, you know, proudly with the hoodie and the and the singlet that say "Basher yeah. Club." And yeah.
0: I just recently joined, and the I joined after the first uh, after the Harriers race. Yeah. Pioneer Harriers, um, and the main reason why I joined is one, the discount was 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 a nice perk, but I actually wanted the points to go to the to to somewhere. Yeah. And they weren't going anywhere, so the points. Are now going to yeah. the Bastion Running Group, a running club.
2: Well, and then they put on that free running clinic. on, And it ended up being on a Monday night, which is happened to be a night that would work with my family for me to go. Mm-hmm. And they put so much time and effort into kind of planning the drills and long runs and getting everybody out there. And it was all for free. And it it made such a difference in my running. Um, yeah, I really credit that for the speed that I developed for this season. So. Yeah, it definitely made a huge impact being a part of that club. No, that's good. And and that clinic for sure.
0: Kind of, um, I mean, I didn't really participate in the clinic because it wasn't a good timing for me. But um, seeing the the things that you you were doing and and the and what Neil was doing in in the clinic, I kind of emulated a few of those things. Yeah. To and I've I've noticed a big change over the last six months for me too. Yeah. it's just been amazing. The I think I've probably increased my speed at least 20 seconds per kilometer yeah. just in the last six months. So it's kind of interesting.
2: Yeah. Well, and we had such a rough winter, right? And with like, man, it, sometimes it was like a monsoon out there. Mm-hmm. And there's no way we would have gotten out to do like a crazy speed drill if you didn't have like 20 other people like making sure <laughs> and posting pictures as to, you know who was tough enough to make it out <laughs> yeah.
0: in the fog yeah yeah He <laughs> posted pictures fog. of being yeah. in the fog uh, what are your um some of the plans for the next year two years in running like is it something you want to continue
2: oh yeah yeah i would uh i would be devastated if i ended up injured and unable to run nothing gives me the same joy exercise wise as running does. So that's uh, definitely my plan to keep on going. Um, In October, I want to uh, qualify for Boston. My plan uh, is to run Boston in 2021. So I'll have turned 40 in December and then run the marathon uh, in April as kind of a birthday present. My family will fly out, have a little trip there. So that's kind of the next big one. And I ran – so that's why I ran the full marathon this year. I ran it as just kind of a tester to see where I was at. Um, and actually, I qualified quite easily, so fingers crossed that
0: – So you've actually already qualified?
2: Uh, yeah, my, my time that I ran this year was a qualifying time.
0: Oh, okay. Great. So, yeah. Hopefully. So now it's just applying.
2: Yeah. Well, no, because you have to – if I ran it this year, I would have to run um, – I would qualify for the 2020.
0: Okay. So you have to qualify again for the 2021. Yeah. But there's no question that's going to happen.
2: Barring injury or anything. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
0: exactly. So the most recent thing that you're looking forward to is the six-hour ultra that we're we're training for right now.
2: Yeah. This was the last of the Island Race series. And then, yeah, my mind's just kind of on to the ultra now. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be fun.
0: Well, I got two more races to go in the series. Yeah. (laughs) But they're way shorter than this last one that we just did yeah so
2: well and I, I do the Oceanside um, 10k as well but it's a bit more of a, a relaxed race but it's on Mother's Day and so I run my daughter runs uh, my mom comes down my mother-in-law often comes to watch so it becomes a bit of a family thing as well right kind of focused on the moms
0: well, that's kind of cool yeah. that your family is so integrated into into yeah. The running yeah yeah
1: it's nice Yeah,
0: it's definitely. So I know one of the things that I wanted to mention, and I mentioned it earlier, is that, you know, you're you're part of our group. The running group has made a big difference for for, for me, especially. I think it's changed the dynamics and it'd be great if we had another woman that that joined. But, um, you know, I hope that you continue to to run with us. Oh,
2: yeah. No, you're stuck with me. (laughs) (laughs) Stuck with you. No, I, I really enjoy it and uh yeah it just fits perfectly within kind of my running right now and the love the group dynamic yeah it's fun anytime you can run for two and a half hours and laugh half the time with people you know you're in a good spot
0: let's hope you can laugh after (laughs) two and a half hours (laughs)
2: laugh and
1: cry
0: yeah because this weekend is three three and a half i think is it three and a half yeah are we starting early yeah i think we need to (laughs) crazy Well, thanks for sitting down with me um i I mean we haven't really known each other that long but i think i felt i felt like uh i wanted to know more about you know your past and running and it was it actually felt like it was something that was interesting to to my channel because i mean you've you have over the last 10 years grown in leaps and bounds in how you've you know changed your life Mm -hmm. you know from you know starting out with half marathon now you're you're going towards the six hours <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah it's been fun and and thank you
2: yeah, yeah i look forward to more running <laughs> yeah
0: So how do you feel good good do you think well yeah